This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. I promised I'd cover banks with big dividends, so that's what we're talking about this week on the podcast. And the banks are cheap. The Fed is raising rates. That's a good combination, but there are risks to the earnings because we could have a recession coming up and that could hit it. Additionally, the mortgage business has basically collapsed. We've got 6% rates now as of June 13th or no, June 15th, sorry, 2022. And that means there's almost nobody going to be refining, right? Why would you, you can't refi. Why would you refi into a 6%? No. So refining is done over that's collapsed. And then home sales are starting to slow and will probably continue to sharply slow if the rates remain at this level, even if we don't go into recession or see um, a lot of weakness in the job market, people are just going to be priced out or they're going to, you know, wait on the sidelines a bit, see if those rates come back down. So home sales will slow too. So that's going to hit the mortgage business of the banks that have big mortgage businesses. Now, most of your regular community banks do have mortgages, but they're not the big suppliers of it. So the banks that I would stay away from are the ones that are heavily dependent on it. The big banks like a Wells Fargo or Flagstar, Flagstar in Michigan, ticker FBC, that bank is one of the biggest banks in mortgages. And year to date, the shares are down 26%, but earnings are expected to decline 54% this year to just $4.89 from $10.60 last year. And that's the result of the mortgage business uh, declining. So it was fun while it lasted at Flagstar, but now they're going to really see the slowdown there. So I'm staying away from those banks that I know are heavily um, in this type of business. So how did I find the banks with the big dividends? Well, I did a bunch of screens on Zacks.com. So it allows you to search by sector, um, any screener does, and then by industry, but the industry will separate out the banks. So on Zacks.com, we had banks, foreign banks, uh, large regionals, Banks, uh, you know, the small, it'll just say like Midwest, Southeast, Southwest, um, West. So you you have the various different like little sub things of the banks. And I was trying to stay away from the big cap, like mega international type trading investment banks like a um, even a Wells Fargo or Bank of America for this screen. I was looking for regionals and then community banks. But as I've mentioned before, when I've talked about the banks, there's a lot of banks. If, if you start doing screens for it, you kind of go down the rabbit hole. And even on Zacks.com where we have, um, you know, the rank, we can use the rank to kind of cut down the number because the smallest of the banks usually won't have any analyst coverage or very little. So it might not even have a Zach's rank. So even though it's publicly traded, we don't really cover it. So I can eliminate some of those that don't have any coverage. 
But even then you're talking, you know, like hundreds of banks all over, <laughs> like how do you restrict it? So I did search for yields over 4% to try to restrict it, but there's plenty of those. And originally I screened without the Zacks rank. And then I determined once I started looking through some of the names on the list that a lot of them didn't have the rank. So that means there was no analyst coverage. So then I added the rank back in. So yeah, it's kind of complicated to screen for these and uh, more complicated than I thought because I always just kind of run across the banks either in my insider trader portfolio or when I'm doing value screens and I've kind of just picked up some names that I followed along with over the years. I've talked about this on the podcast before. And so that's how I've just kind of discovered some of my favorite banks. But I'm sure there's plenty of other great banks that I haven't stumbled across that are just like waiting to be out there to be discovered. So I started with the regional banks, the bigger regional banks, because I am most familiar with those in the screens and screening over 4%. I only got four stocks. Um, so I'm going to talk about two of those, the biggest regionals. So the first one was KeyCore. We've talked about them a lot. K-E-Y. They're in Cleveland, big market cap with them. So they are, you know, one of the bigger regionals. Year to date, though, the shares are down 22.5%. Uh, so almost 23% as all the banks. Uh, that was another thing that stood out when I was looking through this, these screens and looking at the stocks. All the bank stocks are very weak right here. So I do consider this to be a buying opportunity because the banks aren't going to stay down for long. It's that's they're mostly oversold, I think, here. So KeyCore, one of those down 23 percent dividend, 4.5 percent now. P.E. is just 7.9. But the thing that matters with the banks is the price to book. And remember, I heard that one banking analyst on CNBC a while ago say, buy at one, sell at two for the price to book. So KeyCore is uh, relatively close to the one at 1.2 here. So it is on the cheaper side on the price to book. Earnings expected to be down 15.3% year over year this year, but up about 11% next year because the Fed rates won't really be cooked into the books, so to speak, until you have numerous of them. And then the NIM starts rising. So that won't happen until going into next year, uh, as long as the Fed, you know, does its uh, series of rate hikes here and keeps it at that elevated level and doesn't start cutting, but we don't know what's going to happen, right? So there is some uncertainty there going into 2023. That's also one of the reasons probably everybody's diving out of the banks. There are a lot of moving parts with the banks right here, and it's just not super clear what is going to happen with their earnings. But I still like the play, as I keep saying. And so KeyCore, one of the big solid names ticker K-E-Y for that one. The second one was U.S. Bank Corp, very similar to Key Corp. They're in Minneapolis, ticker USB. P.E. is 10.3. Price to book is a little more expensive here at 1.5. Year to date, they're down 17%. So this is a little bit more pricey of a, a bank and maybe not quite as much on sale as some of the others. Dividend yield is right at 4%. 
2022 earnings expected to be down 13 percent, but 2023 up almost 19 percent for next year. So analysts pretty bullish on this one going into next year, but you are paying a little bit more of a premium for the shares, even with them being down here 17 percent. But that's U.S. Bank Corp. USB. Then I switched over to try to find uh, some of the community banks to see kind of what was going on with those. But it is a lot more difficult, as I said, to even narrow down the community banks to know what is going on with them. Just a lot less analyst coverage. Um, some of them don't have the rank at all, like I said. And so this got a little chaotic on my screens. But um, one of the ones that did show up in my screen, the Midwest screen, was People's Bank Corps, ticker P-E-B-O. They're in Marietta, Ohio. They've been in business since 1902. They have 136 locations in Ohio, West Virginia, Kentucky, Virginia, D.C., and Maryland. So pretty wide swath of area there. Um, I like what's going on in the in the economies of that area. So that's also something you have to look at with any bank and especially these kind of smaller regional community banks because their business is based on what's going on in the business communities that they're in, right? That's who they're lending to. Um, that's who's buying the houses in their particular area. So, uh, you know, most of the country is doing pretty well right now. So I, um, like what's going on economically, but this area, Ohio is booming, uh, the Virginia, DC, Maryland area also booming. So, um, I'm liking people's bank core. What does it look like on the fundamentals? PEs just 8.8, .8. uh, price to book is under one here at 0.95. So that's pretty cheap on those fundamentals year to date down 14.4%. So it has pulled back and dividend is yielding 5.6. So that's pretty high up there. It is a number four right now because there's been some rate cuts for this year. So earnings expected to be up 4.2%. No, I have 42% in 2022 and up 8.5 in 2023. So something good is going on there, but only this is a small bank, 770 million market cap. So under a billion. But that's what happens when you get down into those community banks. They get a lot smaller. So that's where you really have to start to do your research. I'm sure some of you who live in Ohio and these other states that I mentioned know People's Bank Corp, maybe even bank there. So that's what I mean with the community banks. You really have to have some like hands-on knowledge. I have read about it in your local paper or you, you do business there, whatever it is to know what is going on behind the scenes. So keep that in mind uh, with all these banks. So that's People's Bank Corp, P-E-B-O. Then um, I hit some more problems, some more uh, little bit of uh, turbulence trying to find some other ones. Um, I did do a West screen and I came up with First Hawaiian, ticker FHB. That was in the West screen market cap of about $3 billion. So not super small, but um, not one of the mega ones that's like, like $60 billion. Year to date, these shares are down 15% because all the banks are down right now. PE of 12.5. Price to book is 1.3. So a little pricier, but earnings expected to be down 14.4% this year, but up 14.2% next year. 
But this one's a little pricier. But if you're interested in Hawaii and what's going on there, this might be one to take a look at. Um, why didn't I write down the dividend yield? That's the most important thing. Oh, my gosh, that's not good. Um, might have to come back and circle back. Let me see if I can find it right here. Um, because they were all over four. So I know this one's over four, but this is the most vital part of it. Um, let me see. Uh, this, oh, yes, 4.5. So that's not too bad. Uh, that's pretty juicy here in 2022. So first Hawaiian, FHB. Then uh, I looked at a couple other well-known names that I just heard about that are hitting new lows, because why not look at ones that everybody's jumping out of, right? Why are they abandoning them? So the first one is New York uh, Community Bank Corps, and it's NYCB. I might have mentioned this one in the past because I've been following it for a while. 4.2 billion market cap. Dividend yield is now 7.5%. 7.5 with this one. It's down 25% year to date at new 52-week lows. PE is 6.9, price to book is just 0.66. So it is cheap on all the fundamentals. But earnings expected to be up just 6.5% this year and up only 0.9% next year. So the analysts are pretty um, down on New York Community Bank Corp. You'd have to investigate further why that is. I haven't listened in on the conference calls or or uh, checked out what the analysts are saying. It is a Zach's number five strong sell because some of the estimates have been cut recently. So I'm not sure what is going on with that. Um, but you get the 7.5% yield and some people will be diving in there to get that yield, right? That's pretty juicy, especially with the shares down 25% here. Um, but again, do your research, New York Community Bank Corps, NYCB. And then another one I heard was at 52-week lows. That is always one of my favorite banks. Used to be owned by Warren Buffett until not too long ago, PNC Financial. PNC is the ticker, and they have a $64 billion market cap. So big. this is one of the big guys like KeyCore. Dividend is yielding 3.9. So it was a little under all my screens, which is why it didn't show up, but... Shares at the 52-week lows, down 22% year-to-date. PE is 11. Price to book, still kind of pricey at 1.3. Um, 2022 earnings expected to be down, but barely 0.07. And then up 16% next year. So PNC considered to be one of the real solid, well-run, big regional banks so it is a little surprising to see the shares down 22% here. Um, uh, so that's why I wanted to mention it. It reports earnings again on July 15th, as all the banks will start reporting at the middle of July towards the end of July, leads off with the bigger banks, and then we get the smaller community banks towards the end of the month. So this is going to be key to listen in and see what they're saying uh, now that the Fed will have raised several times. And remember, I've covered some of the banks where the analysts have said that, you know, they will they will see earnings growth based on even 100 basis point raised by the Fed. So we we're already going to have that by the time they get to this next earnings Call So it will be interested to listen in and see what is actually happening with the NIM, the net interest margin with all of these smaller banks where that's a big part of their business. <laughs> that's a big part of 
their earnings generation. And with the rates at all time lows, they just, they just didn't have it. It's just not been good, but that has changed now. Things are changing. And that's why I like the banks here for the next several years. Um, also remember the analysts, they mainly will watch the larger caps for obvious reasons. And it's a little bit easier to get the information on those large caps as a result. The large cap banks will also attend conferences. The CEOs will give interviews. You might see an interview with the CEO, which I just saw with uh, PNC Financial. It just attended a conference and then it gave an interview to the local business newspaper, like, you know, those American business journal uh, papers in many cities or uh, here in Chicago, like Crane's Chicago Business, those types of newspapers. You can see even more coverage. And that's where you really find out like what's going on. <laughs> that's where, that's where, uh, it's good. You're not really going to get as much in like a national newspaper, even the wall street journal. So keep that in mind with all the banks and the small banks, it's even more difficult to get information on. So you might get lucky and get an article in the local newspaper or something from some of the smaller banks too, but it's just easier with the bigger banks, right? But always do your research. Ask yourself, why is New York Community Bank so cheap? Why is it yielding 7.5% right now? Um, I'd want to deep dive into that before I bought. Uh, but the entire industry is cheap right now. And if they sell off even further here in 2022, I'm liking them even longer uh, for you know the long-term investment here. So I really believe that the banks are the only industry that has not come out of their long-term secular bear market from 2008. So it was joined in the secular bear by energy and agriculture, and both of those have now busted out of that old bear, that old decade-long bear, but the, the banks still appear to be somewhat in it, but they could be, you know, poised or on the verge of breaking out now that the, uh, you know, treasury yields and the, the Fed dynamics, let's just call it, have changed dramatically, right? So finally, we may see um, some good times ahead for the nation's banks all these years after the dot-com uh, well, no, sorry. After the Great Recession, they're all they're all uh, moving in the same area in my mind at the moment. But after the Great Recession, nobody wanted to own the banks for obvious reasons. They were in the doghouse with the Federal Reserve for years and years. Finally, out of the doghouse, finally paying dividends again. Their balance sheets are looking good, and now we do have a strong economy for now, may have a recession based on these Fed increases, but um, still things are looking up and all bears end and a bull will resume at some point. So keep that in mind. Also, you know your local bank, as I was mentioning earlier, you know what is going on in your local economy. Uh, it's the business community is doing well. If, you know, uh, business startups are there, if there's a lot of entrepreneurs doing things. So that's the way to find those local community banks. I tend to find a lot more of them here in Chicago because I do have access to the business newspapers and things here. So it is more on my radar here in Chicago. But um, 
again, I've also just stumbled across some of these in all of my years here at Zach's and that has helped me too. Now I might be reluctant to buy something like first Hawaiian because I'm not familiar with what's going on in Hawaii. So something like that, I might want to stay away from, but there's plenty of banks. As I said, there were, you know, dozens on my screen that I could have gone through that had dividends yielding over 4% and a Zach's rank dozens. So keep that in mind, find your hidden gems, do your research. And yes, I think the banks are a great place for value investors to be here in 2022 and heading into 2023. And at least you're getting the dividend while you wait it out. It's also a good industry to dollar cost average in right now because the shares are still sliding. <laughs> they are hitting new 52-week lows here in June of 2022. So that's a great area and way to dollar cost average into those because I'm going to keep buying shares even if they go a little bit lower and those yields will rise. So that's always a good thing to um, if you're bullish about the industry and the earnings are expected to turn around by 2023. So we will see lots of variables, but, um, I own some of the banks, but none of the ones I'm going to read off now here that we talked about today. So there was key Corp, ticker K E Y U S bank Corp. USB. That's in Minneapolis. Those are the big regionals. Then we had people's bank Corp. P-E-B-O, uh, we had the first Hawaiian, F-H-B, then we had New York Community Bank Corps, N-Y-C-B, paying the 7.5, and then PNC Financial, PNC out of Pittsburgh. So you want to be sure to subscribe to get all of the podcasts because I'm bringing them to you every week. And... For our luck, there's plenty going on in the value sector here in 2022. We are in the driver's seat. Even though these banks have fallen, all of these are value stocks here. And as I said, I think we're on the verge or the cusp of a bull market in the banks. But um, it's taken a while to get here. So you don't want to miss a single episode. You can get them all on Apple Podcasts. You can get us on SoundCloud. You can get us on Amazon Music and Spotify. But get us somewhere, and I'll see you again next week with some more value stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identify described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.